five, six, seven, eight. Someone drop me a beat. All right, welcome to Edward's Declassified School Survival Guide, Season 2. And in this episode, we take on the new year with YWIP. Please welcome our guest, Harlene Aurora. Today I'm going to be here myself, Amisha Jane, with my host, Daryl, and the lovely Marlies. We are so excited to be filming this podcast episode for you guys again and talking about the new year with YWIP, like I said, with Harlene Aurora. Before we start, we want to first acknowledge that the land on which we gather is Treaty 6 territory, the traditional territory of First Nations and the homeland of the Métis. We acknowledge with gratitude and respect that we have the ability to continue gathering and creating in this place. Alrighty, and before we start, um, we're just going to introduce Ami- Amisha, hardly in a little bit more. Um, she is this year. brown girls in your old daddy can I love her. She's literally my bestie. Don't listen to her. I'm kidding. Um, no, she is our this year's co-pres for YWIB. She is also, what are you in the diversity inclusion I folder? I am the director of diversity and inclusion initiatives for the EBSS. So for wow. this podcast. So she is multifaceted, as one might say. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, but before we'll get to know her a little bit more after. Um, but before we start, I just want to talk about the Discord. Um, if you're finding it difficult to find new friends, I know it's hard this year, especially coming back to in person. And you have, or if even if you have any questions about assignments in your courses, um, you want advices about clubs or how to join, um, we do have an Edward Student Discord. The Discord channel is designed to Edward students in all years, all different clubs and programs that can relate to one another. Ask any questions and mingle with new friends. Over the last year, many Edward students have joined the Discord channel and has now become a great community and resource. It's honestly amazing. So I do, I do hope that you join if you want to. And simple search to Edward students on the Discord app and or your desktop and, and you can join. Um, and Marlise is going to talk about the comm card. Sounds good. So the comm card, we've been talking about it a lot, but it's a really great uh, initiative that we have going. So for $10, you get access to a lot of really awesome discounts to a lot of great businesses in Saskatoon here. Uh, So for example, there's Delish by Tish Cafe, which is obviously a really awesome place. You can get any panini with a free side of heartwarming soup for free. A panini? Yeah. On a panini. Cool. There's also discounts at Philosophy for 20% off the entire menu on Monday. So both of these restaurants are super close to the university, really easy to run there and grab a good snack. So definitely recommend. Uh, as well, there's some R&W Co. discounts. I think it's 30% off the whole store, which oh like gosh. we're business students. That's pretty cool. Valentine's gifts. Yes. I, I'm single, so Christmas I have no one to give it for. But New Year's gifts. It's not coming out until the 23rd, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's gifts. There you go. Yeah. And, like, there's lots of uh, auto body and all sorts of discounts. Like, too many to go over right now. So, <laughs> in short, you should definitely go get it on the Apple Store, and it'll soon be available on Google Play. It's honestly, there's so honestly so much that we could do an episode just on the comp card if mm-hmm. you really wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to the team that made the comp card for us this year. It is an absolute killer resource for all of us students. So, thank you and cheers to that. Yes. Um, I'm going to touch on merch real quick. I know we talk about this a lot, but... Edward's merch is officially out, so woo-woo, let's go. Um, fabulous way for a Christmas present or a New Year's present, Valentine's Day, whatever you're looking for. Um, if you haven't already, follow our Edward's merch Instagram, Edward's at Edward's, for further information <laughs> and details, or literally message any of us on this pod- podcast right now. We'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions that you may have. Awesome. Yeah, and before we start, we're I'm going to introduce Harleen more. We're going to ask her 
questions about herself oh. and hopefully we get to learn more but before we start that as you know she is a as i said she's the co-president she is a the director of diversity inclusion she is a i was gonna say fourth you are fourth year i'm kidding I'm she is fourth year hr major um but yeah that's i know more but that's all i'm gonna say because <laughs> i want to ask questions um ladies in the back want to ask a question to get to know her let's go i'm excited yeah. um I feel like we've had so many opportunities to like get to know each other, but like this is a really great one. So I'm gonna pick your brain here. Um, yeah. Tell us more about yourself. So I know you're an international student. Walk us through that process. Like, how has that been? Have you done all of your years at USAS? Like, how does this work for you? Yeah. So I moved here in September of 2018, which was my first year at Edwards on USAS. And Ooh. I moved here from Ahmedabad, India. So I am from India. Yeah, Where? Um, Where from India? I straight like moved from the place that I like grew up in to Saskatoon. Wow. So there wasn't like anything in between except my layover in Toronto. <laughs> 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 and yeah. so how is that experience? Like, do you have family in Saskatoon? Like, why did you pick Edwards anyways? Um, Gosh, sorry, that's I'm so a really questions. good question. And one <laughs> yeah. And one that I've answered a lot and I always like thinking about that. My sister goes to school at the UFR in Regina. She studies engineering there. So it was was one of my options because I knew it was a good school. Right. And I studied commerce and business back home because we did like specialized streams in like grade 11 and 12. Mm -hmm. So I did commerce then. So that's what I want to, you know, study for my undergrad. And yeah, I got into Edwards. If not, I would have gone to Newfoundland, which would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So ended up coming here kind of falling in love with Saskatoon and also joining other people and hating Saskatoon. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. And so with this degree then like commerce, like where do you see yourself going? Because clearly you're involved with a lot of student clubs. Is that like a leadership position is where you want to go with your degree? Like what's next steps for you here? Can I also add to that? Why did you choose HR? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. So most Edwards students would know we have like like something options and I narrowed my options down to marketing and HR because I wanted to do something that was mm. more like more people centric and I I looked I took a look at the courses and what was offered and I don't want to do accounting or finance I think l- my parents really encouraged me to but I didn't end up doing it um I just didn't feel like that was my vibe um <laughs> and I stuck with HR because I look um I thought that getting more knowledge of like how to work with people and processes and things like law, I think employment law and labor law courses like that, I found super interesting. I still haven't taken all of them, but um, I thought that knowledge would like help me in the future. And um, I still don't know if I want to strictly go into like a traditional HR job, but I think it just like gives you skills and knowledge that um are pretty useful even the course that i took on um labor relations really enjoyed it it was yeah um and amisha going back to your original question about like what i think i'm gonna do with my commerce degree um i'm currently doing a co-op placement i'm the indigenous engagement student at federated co-op and just today i was like doing a little like reflection on what i've done since (coughs) january and it just like makes me more confused because there's so <laughs> many good opportunities yeah. and um, my job somewhat involved HR. It was like one of the components, but not entirely. Right. And I think I might want to branch out a little. And and again, I've heard so many stories over my three years and 
so many stories about like people not being in their major after selecting right. a certain major That's so, so you're yeah. in no means by like limited by what you take it's all about like what you make of it yeah yeah, yeah. does that like answer your question absolutely yes. <laughs> yes. so how yeah. So how did you originally get involved with Young Women in Business? So really awesome question. I was in my second year going into my second term and um, I wanted to get a little more involved. I'd, um, I think at that point I joined Human Resources Student Society and Vibe at the same time, both of which have been great experiences. I'm not with HISS anymore, but they, ho they host really awesome things. Um, and yeah, I joined Vibeb. It was one of those clubs that just interested me. I like saw their post on pause and I was like, you know what, that seems like something I'm passionate about. I'm yeah, lifelong feminist, learning, growing, making space for other marginalized, or hoping to learn more about making space for other marginalized people in business. Um, and again, just like finding some more community here. Um, yeah, that's how I like ended up with Vibeb. Um, one other EBSS president, Carmen, was with them at the time, and she like did my little interview. It was and it was a super nice interview too that made me like, you know, get a better sense of what the club was like. They asked questions like, you know, who who's a woman who inspires you? And those are not like you know typical interview questions. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and this would have been January of 2020, and Good Taylor joined at the same time, who's my co-president for Vivib and. Um, I was originally in the events portfolio, and then I moved to being the VP of corporate relations just over the pandemic. And yeah, I've been the co-president since like the summer of this year with the awesome Taylor Ann, Ann Horn, who isn't here today. She um, didn't want to. We tried. Harleen no, and I tried to force her. To she <laughs> skipped class. She didn't even go to class. So she isn't here. Just yeah. So she just wanted <laughs> to avoid the podcast. That's fine. A lot. Oh, and I thought we were besties. We Taylor yeah. and I did a kissing booth marathon yesterday, <laughs> and she didn't even. So we thought I thought we were close, but I guess not. But um, another question. Way to call her out. Of course, I'm gonna call her out. <laughs> um, this is this question is like multiple like multiple questions at once. But so I'm gonna be a business student real quick. Um, so what? are the missions and vision of uh, YWIB and what initiatives have you done this year do you think that would have, you know, like, what am I trying to, I, oh my God, I just blanked, sorry. Yeah. So what are the mission so and vision? So the purpose? Yeah, and, what, like, and how do you think, yeah, those, like your initiatives um, gone with those, like have they been rel related to the mission and vision? Yeah, so we're fairly broad in like our mission vision, obviously women and young women in business, pretty like self-descriptive, but we hope to create a community or space for women on campus that are, again, self-identified women going into leadership or becoming professionals. And, you know, um, a lot of us are hoping to like create our own success and that's what we strive for. So making sure that there is space for that and that we can, you know, grow together, learn together and, you know, build skills together and honestly just have fun in the process. Um, but yeah, we're um, tied to Young Women in Business, which is a national organization. So we're one of the many chapters across Canada. We have university and city chapters. Um, and our focus is accelerating and igniting the um, potential of our community essentially because I think that's one of the things we kind of focus on is like, you know, giving back and being involved in our community. 
So, yeah, we believe that every young woman stepping into the workforce or growing in their career should be well-equipped well with the proper sort of tools and knowledge to reach their fullest personal and professional potential. Yeah. Um, so what what events have you already hosted and what events should we be excited for? Yeah, so we kicked off our um, school year with our first networking, speed networking event, which was done in collaboration with Saskatoon Women's Network. Um, this was our second collaborative speed networking with them, and we just did it virtually, kind of wanted, wanted to keep it safe. And um, we did it on September 30th, which was National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. So Jessica Maraski from IBSS was able to join us and um, speak for a little bit. And um, I think it was a great night. We encouraged people to you know, get to know each other, um, talk a little bit about like what they're reflecting on, what they can use help with. and. Um, just quick, like five-minute breakout rooms. You keep switching through the whole night, and um, it's honestly a good way to like meet um, professionals in the community through the Saskatoon Women's Network. We had a few like other people join, so um, networking is one of those things we like to focus on, um, and you know, make sure that there's opportunities to practice networking. And yeah, so that was our first event, and. You can cut this part. I'm going to go to our Instagram and take a look what we did. Okay, while she does that, um, what uh, all three of us, well, we'll do a speed round mm -hmm. just because it is YWeb. What do we do to ensure that, like, you know, we're supporting young women in business? I know I'm not a woman, but you two, um, what, you don't have to answer that question like that. Like, what do you think men like myself, or and, uh, like, as I said, um, to what can I do and what can men do to support you know, women in business and how we can empower you guys, you girls. <laughs> um, I'm going to take this one on, I guess, but I think the first thing and the most important thing that really needs to happen is we need to empower women's voices. That's just something that needs to happen where we actually give them the line of communication, give them the openness and the experience and just the like a safe space to be able to voice themselves and for them to be heard. Um, I think that's anything that we can ask for anyone that's, you know, and that's anything that we can ask from a female or you know a male or literally anyone out there. What we can ask is to listen to our experiences, to validate those experiences, and to learn from those. And that's what we need moving forward too. Um, and that's kind of what I take from young women in business. That's what I try to do in all my experiences as well. Is if we validate one one another's opinions and we try to understand everyone's perspectives, I think that's a lot more valuable than coming in with preconceived notions. I think that's definitely something that us as an Edwards community has learned this year that we really need to be able to understand. Um, and you know, really take into consideration where people's experiences come from. But that's just me. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a lot about listening to what people have to say and just thinking deeper about like what challenges have these person faced and even just trying to create more opportunities. I know that there's a lot of like different scholarships and like young women in business has events that really help to uh, empower women and have them listen to other successful women to understand that they can break down some barriers. But it's a lot about just providing support and listening to other people about what their needs are. I think in addition to that, we need to know like when's the right space to do that. I think people, um, we're all in this preconceived notion that you know we need to be able to provide that space and we need to really uplift and empower women. Um, there's always a time and a place. We need to make sure that people feel comfortable to do so versus just putting women in yeah. the spotlight that like this is your moment, speak, go for it mm -hmm. now. But really making sure that that's the correct location and time and place with the you know the right people around you in that situation to do so. Like for me, just like growing up and like even now in university, being surrounded by like amazing, wonderful, like powerful women, like I can list names on and on. Like my 
like my number one like hero and like is my mom like you know like my number two hero is probably like Harleen's like tied up with someone there you know like like the, look at these look at these beauties over here like like look, look at them like Make you know I think, <laughs> I, and I think like being able to like surround yourself with people that value the same things as you and also being able to surround yourself and like be willing to like open up and being having those like discourse and those conversations as as to why it is important because I feel like a lot of people do tend to like kind of sometimes unfortunately a lot of people do go in these conversations already with a preconceived notion and they don't want to change their opinions mm -hmm. um but i think this year especially as amisha said edwards has done a like ebss ussu everyone we have done like such a good job from what i see of like actually empowering women and em empowering minorities and like mm -hmm. ensuring that people actually see the importance of like um intersectionality and you know i know like we're all in business but like the fact like there's such a big talk regarding like patriarchy colonialism um you know um, what is reconciliation? There's so many things that we talk about that I would not expect. This is gonna sound like a read, but it's not that I would not expect from a business school. Yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah. that's and that just shows like the changing ways of businesses as well. Yeah. And even all of us who are graduating, like you yourself said, you're working for FCL in an indigenous portfolio. Mm -hmm. I think that proves to show that the world is changing with us, and it's so amazing to see that us as students are also taking that initiative forward as well. Um, something that I would add on, and I really like echo all of your like um, tips about allyship, and something I would add on is just again question like the biases within yourself and that the mis misogyny that you've internalized too, and um, get used to like challenging other people and yourself, and you know things that that are status quo for you come up, and you know it's harmful, you know step into like that discomfort and um, challenge things. And Amisha mentioned things about my job and I think something women in business can also learn is to you know learn about women that are for further marginalized within business. And one of the statistics that when I learned for the first time was a very big chunk of indigenous women do not feel safe in the workplace at all. And it's a, I don't remember the exact number, but it was a staggering st statistic. And it's one of many, but you know, again, listen to people's experiences. You don't need to know statistics. If you know some, if you know someone's um, portraying behaviors that are harmful towards um, women and queer people or black indigenous or people of color, you know, challenge those. Something to like, put onto that like something I learned a lot I don't remember who, like who quoted this or something but it was regarding like for you to uh, for you to learn you must unlearn and it's like simple words but it's That's so beautiful. true mm -hmm. you know like you only have so much capacity to learn that you have to start learning how you have to start learning how to unlearn mm -hmm. that sounds like a tongue twister but it's like so true because I am like I like you know like growing up I'm like I'm literally a man I but like I did have my like you know my marginal I don't know how to word that I was marginalized at points but yeah. so it gave me the opportunity to learn and to unlearn like my biases towards mm -hmm. you know so many communities and like I would not have been as big of a feminist as I I am now if I wasn't exposed to those so I think I think for me it's like I try to have always have an open discussion with everybody just mm -hmm. as my way of being a feminist and how mm -hmm. to empower women because as much as like, for example, with the queer community, I don't always want to be the one teaching people because that takes up my capacity, my mental capacity. So if 
I always see people try to do that for me, my allies. So I think that's my duty as a man as to like, you know, show my allyship to women is to be there to educate when needed because that shouldn't always be up to women. And, mm-hmm. and I, I genuinely believe that. So and I think what's most uplifting is that that conversation is open now. I think that's something that's we've normalized. And I that's very r- of recent years that we've seen that come up part as well um, where people are more welcome feel more safe having that conversation you know like I don't think you know years ago they would have talked about topics like this on the podcast and so I think we really are finally starting to at least break down some barriers and really move toward that direction so I think student clubs to come back to our topic here like YWeb really help us achieve those goals um, so I think we'll pass it back to you to talk more about yeah, YWeb and talking of um, yeah YWeb events Another event that we hosted close to midterm season was um, an exercise event at local local bar fitness. I was yeah. so excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, I died. Um, I'm not an exercise person, but it was a lot of fun. One of our members, Megan, she works there. So she um, organized it and um, we donated the proceeds to the YWCA, which we try to do every once in a while when we can. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'd never done bar before. Um, and again, it killed me, but <laughs> um, yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. And recently we hosted another just internal event. I think this is something we're striving to do more is giving people the opportunity, like just within our team and our general members to, to hang out, no agenda, no um, pressure to, you know, show up. It's just Oh my Swing gosh. by if you can. And That's a big one for student clubs, yeah. Because we get so caught up in like having these like formal events and yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think as a person who like struggled a lot last year just over the pandemic, I'm like people's engagement is really going down and things, absolutely. especially when you're like doing so many things. It's hard to like, you know, show up and be there fully. And again, um, so hard to engage when you're like super burnt out all the time and right. things like that. So we just hosted a study night in the student lounge and oh. yeah, just that's such a win. Honestly, yeah. I feel like that was that's like awesome. probably one of the best bonding times you guys would have gotten this yeah. year too. Do you have anyone's coming up in the next term? Um, we do have uh, an event with Vendasta about women in STEM that we're hoping to do in um, January or February. I do, I'd have to check with my team on that. Um, <laughs> But we always host um, our annual event for International Women's yeah. Day, and everyone in the team is always excited about it. It's a national thing for the all of YWIB and all the different chapters. Um, so that's a time when we just like to host an event for by women for women. But again, we invite like people of all genders to come and um, you know show up, be there. It's a good time. We celebrate. Um, just women, their achievements, and we have, um, I think we're planning to have two keynote speakers. Ooh. Yeah, and it is can going to be Can you give us some insp- insight on who these keynote speakers might yeah. be or um, what we can expect from them? We haven't started the work on okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're booking our venue currently. Um, this is going to be a collaboration with EBSS, so we're super excited Gorgeous. about that. Um, and again, there's so many like awesome women in EBSS that... Um, I've done so too, so... Shout yeah. out to Gina. <laughs> yeah, and when we have ticket sales up, it'll be on EBS's social media, it'll be on Vibe social media, so... Will it be in... F- oh, wait, you said venue, so it's going to be in person this yeah, year. Yeah. Let's we're go. We're so excited yeah. for this. 
Yeah, we um, didn't did a virtual one last year. Daryl was there. I so want a candle. <laughs> 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 yeah, we try to have gifts for everyone. Um, our awesome CR team always works on that. Um, but yeah, speakers, food, yeah. drinks, maybe. Um, so, what is YLab? Why web social media if people are looking to get involved? Yeah, on Instagram we're W sorry, Y W I B USASK and um Facebook page you should be able to look up Young Women Business USASK. We have LinkedIn, again Young Women Business USASK. Or you can go to my LinkedIn, it'll be in my <laughs> your bio. I'm I am a I have a role here. It'll be there. So um, how can people get involved? I mean obviously we're talking about this now. I would love to get involved. How do I do this? How do I go on about this? Um, I think one of the easiest ways to get involved with us is become a general member. It's a we um, get a ten dollar membership fee. It supports the club a little bit, and um, we have um, people who work on our newsletter every month. So that kind of um, gives you, you know, some insight into like local women who are doing things. We do like a women of the month feature, and we do like fun features every now and then. And um, I and it features all of our events too so that's like one of the easiest ways of getting involved and again showing up to our events um that like goes a long way and we do recruitment typically at the end of the year for our general like team members every once in a while we might post a role here and there we usually recruit first year reps um in like september october ish um and we have two first year reps this year so that's kind of exciting um we added a lot of positions this year hey yeah really? we have like 20 something people on the team Heck yeah, yeah. it just means it's getting bigger <laughs> right? it's getting, yeah. you know it's important so um but i guess we did say this is taking on young women like taking new years with YWIB. So I feel like we should probably talk about New Year's at some point <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we conclude. But um, yeah, so what is everyone's New Year's resolution? Or multiple, whatever you have, just, you know. I'm not we'll going first. You go first. You have one. Located in the middle of nowhere and the center of everything, Alamano is a little agency that everyone wants to work with. A group of caffeine-obsessed, sticky-note-loving specialists from around the world work hard to help increase visibility, likability, shareability, and brand awareness for their clients. They're problem solvers, and look at marketing as just one way to communicate a solution. They don't focus their attention on what you want. They focus on what you need, who you are trying to reach, and what they really want. At LMNO, they uncover and solve problems because they are a little more than curious. Some would say they're a little obsessive when it comes to understanding the people they work with. If you're in Saskatoon, pop by for a coffee sometime or drop them a line. They would love to meet you. As LMNO sponsors the EBSS podcast, we're able to rent equipment for greater quality and better production from Paved Art Studio, which is a not-for-profit and local-based organization here in Saskatoon. From the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much, LMNO and Paved Art Studios, for everything you do for us. Oh, mine? <laughs> How to be a better feminist. Oh, my gosh. I... I Actually, like, I'm so interested because I heard you say this before. How are we achieving this? Because I would love to learn more about yeah. that. Hmm. How are we achieving being a better Like, feminist? what are your KPIs for this? Okay. okay so <laughs> I started off. I actually, yeah. Yeah. I actually I bought two books. Uh, one is Why I'm Not a Feminist. It talks about the word feminist and how um, I think the book is kind of pretty much about how, you know, a lot some places and spaces does lack intersectionality. So I want to mm. learn how I... And be more intersectional. Inter ah, I can't talk intersectional with uh, my feminism, and the other one is um, a book about um, feminism uh, while being brown, and it talks about um, third world uh, developing countries and being a feminist and how you know to empower them rather than tell them what to do, mm -hmm. um, because I feel like especially like Western society we do have a tendency to um, overshadow um, 
certain people and certain groups and certain certain minorities. So I, in that sense, I do am trying. Um, also, for me, as I said, as a man, it is my you know just ask. I like I think yep. people are afraid to ask, and I'm also afraid to ask sometimes because I don't want to say the wrong things. I don't want. You it's know. a lie. Daryl al- is always asking questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> invasive questions. Very invasive. Beca- I'm kidding. Not it's, in, it's, not it's because we're friends point. outside of this, okay? <laughs> Harleen and I are such close friends that I give her forehead smooches. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and but also just just support people when they need them. Um, That's such a great New Year's resolution. I just warms my heart. Thing, not small. You don't need to yeah. be, you know, be your leader. Just start small. And start with your own circle. And I think also it's important for me. Sorry, um, is like I, th- I always remember that I have a mom, mm-hmm. I have two sisters, I have sister in laws, and I have a niece. Mm-hmm. Like, why shouldn't I be a feminist? Yeah. Like, there's that. There's those like core women in my life that like matter so much to me. So like, why shouldn't I be? You know, like there's no excuse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so anyone else? <laughs> yeah, um, just to add on to that, I always think about a lot of indigenous people's cultures. Um, there's a, um, there's, I forget what the word, word is, but there's a worldview that you need to think about seven generations like ahead of yeah, you and I've what uh, and what you want to like leave for them. And again, when you talk about your nieces and, um, you know, it's like what sort of world would you want to hand down definitely. and what sort of experiences would you want younger women to have? You know, as they like come into the world, come into um, business spaces or any space. I'm so empowered after these. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I, mean, so happy. I mean, another New Year's resolution is to get more sleep. I know it's not. <laughs> 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 I know after those two, I thought I had needed a little That's break there. That's a real there, one for you. Don't call me out. Harleen, <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolutions? Um, I typically don't do resolutions. I don't think I'm very Should good at like sticking. I don't think I'm good at like sticking to them. Okay. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna try though? Um, I think I'm gonna try and um, start being a girl boss. Someone go before <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Head okay. empty. Okay, um, I'm bad at coming up with these. I'm doing it on the fly, but I think I'm gonna try to like take more time for myself. Like instead of just studying all the time, That's like important. take some time to like read yeah. something for enjoyment instead of a textbook. Curl more. Yeah, <laughs> just do things for fun to make sure that I don't get burnt out and things like that. That's a great, I love that's a great plan. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of one that I think is an ongoing resolution for me, not necessarily New Year's, but I want to get better at gauging like what kind of capacity I have and yep. actively like setting boundaries and reinforcing them. Um, and again, I think this is something my leaders and managers have taught me at work too, that um, you don't owe your company your life. You don't owe yeah. like mm. any external yeah. party, um, anything that you like don't want to do. So um, I want to get better at that. Yeah. And also I don't want to feel like I need to do every single thing. Um, I think that's part of like the competitive like environment that I grew up in. It feels like you always have to be doing the yeah. most and yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to, you know... Um, spend time with my friends more and do like just general things that de-energize me um but yeah i want to i want to do the bare minimum and be good at it to add to that i also like another new year's resolution of mine is like to like to like say no more 
Yeah. Like that's such a simple thing, but it's so hard to say no, and you just keep yeah. adding and adding and adding and adding and adding to your plate. Yeah. Like, I can't eat all of that. I'm just gonna get bloated. <laughs> <laughs> so I the need to. Brown is real, you guys. We can hear it through his conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Starts crying. No, Harlene is like my emotional support person. Emotional support, Harlene. Yeah, pretty much, Misha. Um, okay, so I read this book a couple years ago, and it almost said that when we go into making New Year's resolutions, we almost need to, like, compartmentalize that into different genres and, like, areas of our lives, and so I'm really big into actual resolutions. I don't know if I follow them very much, um, but I do like to think that I will, um, so I like to write them down, and I think the few that I've started working on are, like, you know, those basic, I want to start working out more, I want to, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I think the biggest thing is I want to keep learning. I think, um, like, personally, this my, for myself this year, I've really stepped away from living in the moment. It's been very much dwelling on what's going on around me the situations around me um and i think we need to like keep learning from every experience in our life and let's take that with a grain of salt and keep going to the next thing forward and being present in that moment and not dwelling on you know any issues stress burnout that we we might be feeling so um tiny resolution i think that's a very very personal one to talk about but yeah no i think just to look at the world from a new perspective to keep learning um to look at the better in things i think that's a really really big one i'm really big into meditation um, so I like to keep up with that as well. But that's kind of what I got, Ooh, you guys. That's another one I should put on my meditation. list again, meditating. <gasps> guys, I meditate with me. I'm a meditation I'll, I'll coach. I, I got you guys. I was like, I'll meditate <laughs> with you. Yeah. I was like, I do like 15 minutes a week now because yeah. I was forced to it's by my so boss. It's so sad. I like five minute morning meditations week. are the only reason I'm alive right now. <laughs> I think it makes you like really grounded. Yeah. It makes you like, it, I feel like you just get rid of everything that was like in the past day and you're just like ready. to. It helps you take on the day. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of great. Um. So besides re- New Year's resolution, what's everyone excited for for the next year? Because there is a whole 12 months ahead of us. Well, yeah, a whole 12 <laughs> months ahead of us. So we have a lot of time and a lot of space to do stuff. So any bucket okay. list items? Any The nerd anything? in me is so excited. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to my fourth year, and I've um, I've always looked forward to going to law school. It's kind of been my thing. Um, so this summer for me will be a big start my application summer and oh. so the nerd in me is actually super excited to write those essays for law schools um so if you don't see me for the next semester here that's what i'll be oh, doing feel free to check in with me um, do you have a dream like a law study. school pardon do you have a dream law school i do but i feel like i'm gonna jinx it if i sit okay. on here so we'll talk about it if i get it okay, okay. <laughs> okay. sounds good yes. also very superstitious yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes but it's a secret that's all, it's all good see the halloween podcast for more details <laughs> we'll get to that part. Yeah. <laughs> next time after the break after the holiday break we'll see amisha in like sunglasses with like a snuggie mm-hmm. like and she's just like on a way like <laughs> writing essays <laughs> <laughs> that that is me right now as well but <laughs> bucket list items um, more exciting than, than school please someone else um i don't know i think I, i'm excited to get a job for next summer usually like i would hate that time of the year when you're like applying for summer jobs and it's like, man. Yeah. it is stressful and i think like having been through the co-op program now when you've done like several applications in like a very short amount of time i think i'm looking forward to like opportunities yeah. i think uh, i can like I can like envision things a lot better now and like knowing that like it's not just you applying for a job it's like the, you should be a good fit for the employer and the employer should be a good fit for you. Nice. So, yeah. At least. Ah, uh, it's not very exciting but I'm going to be starting my co-op term right away Let's here. go. That's, what do you mean that's not exciting? That's, that's so exciting. Where are you going? Let's I'm going to EY. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty excited to start there. Uh, what are you doing there? What's your role? 
Uh, so I'll just be starting like as a basic staff accountant, okay. co-op student. So it'll be lots yeah. of learning, but I'm excited. That's okay. awesome. Like you said, it's always important to be always learning. Always learning, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I actually, no, we are kind of boring because mine was literally, I hope that out Saskatoon. If you're listening, please renew my contract. I love working there. <laughs> uh, please don't fire me just yet. Um, I love you. But yeah, so you know the what? Stress on we're, contracts we're, is real. We're genuinely like actual business students. Like Edward School of Business develops business professionals to build nations. <laughs> Literally, we're all talked about something about jobs as our bucket list <laughs> slash New Year's resolution. How does hosting an event about job and employment tips? Oh wait, oh my gosh, we're doing one out Saskatoon yeah. regarding um, um, like you know how to do that for oh, the queer like for queer people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw I it. I was thinking. HR student, he was like, yes. My youth are, like, attending that next week. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, so I think that's really exciting, just, like, having, you know, because, like, it's really good to have, like, employment tips for just, like, in general, but it's, like, a lot more specific to the queer community because there are a little bit, like, more barriers there, um, especially, especially people that are, um, you know, a little bit more... Um, marginalized a lot more marginalized not gonna yeah. lie yeah. um so, so don't play it, yeah sorry <laughs> yeah but i'm really excited for that and i'm honestly just really really excited for the for the new year's um so to see what adventures for? we all come exactly. up with exactly yeah. what everyone does i just wanted to say thank you again harleen for oh. joining this uh episode Woo! thank and you yeah. for having me no it worked really great and then like as i said along with my co-host um marlise and amisha we do really thank you harleen for being here today with us i love you you're my bestie for life we're for lifers i was trying to do a four but i couldn't so um but yeah i just wanted to say thank you sincerely um for taking out time of your day to listen to our podcast the edward school survival guide truly cannot survive without listeners like you while this podcast podcast is a recreational chance for lighthearted chat we want to specifically state that although you are a listener we are here to listen you're not alone so please join wellness wednesdays when they're happening or check out the ebss student handbook for directions to wellness resources through our newsletters you can ask us any questions at all anonymously through the survey monkey link at the bottom of the newsletter while we brew another podcast please vi visit our social media on facebook and instagram at edwards sbs uh, bss or visit our website www.edwardsbss.com to not miss out on event details and the latest news this podcast is available to listen on spotify google play and youtube Thank you for joining, and we hope you enjoy your, your week and your holidays because it's it's a break. Uh, Who doesn't love holidays? Happy New Year. And <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Mm -hmm. So, And this podcast is filmed and edited by Josefa, audiovisual director and videographer. Without him, this podcast could not be would not be possible, and we would like to thank him. He's literally on the ground right now, right in Josefa. front of me. See, do you see that? He's we love you, Josefa. He's like laying like this. So thank you, Josefa. Thank you, listeners, and we'll see you next time. Happy New Year's. Girl boss. <laughs> <All right. laughs>